It was a little rancher, painted white with black shutters and, except for the color, looked exactly like every other house on the block. Grand Lake Estates. First, there was no lake, and the tiny subdivision wasn't exactly grand. It had been, in fact, low-income housing, so everyone knew your status as soon as they knew your address. Dee noticed that some of the neighbors had put on additions, extending the space, but mostly it was just as she'd remembered, except now her mother wouldn't be inside the house. She'd never realized how many decisions had to be made when someone dies. She'd hated the two hours she'd spent at Lombari's, especially picking out a casket and learning that her mother's body was still at the county hospital morgue, waiting for permission to be moved. Shaking her head as she parked the car, she vowed to wipe out those memories and concentrate on finding the documentation the undertaker had requested. Insurance papers, social security number, will. She'd felt like such a lousy child, not having any answers. Plus, because of the holiday, the viewing couldn't be held until the weekend. Locking the car, she sighed as she squared her shoulders and prepared to enter her mother's home. It already looked deserted, with the fallen leaves littering the little square of grass by the front door. Her mother's mums were the only bright color that said somebody once lived here and took care of the place. And a squirrel, a big fat gray squirrel, seemed to be sitting on the front walk as though waiting for her. The thing continued to stare at her as she came up the walk. She stopped and sighed deeply with frustration since it stood between her and the front door. Okay, beat it, Rocky, she called out. The last thing I need right now is some crazy rodent. It didn't run away as she'd hoped, but now stood up on its haunches and began chattering. Dee stopped dead in her tracks and had the weird feeling that it was trying to communicate with her. I don't speak squirrel, my friend, so why don't you just run up a tree or something? Not willing to give it any more of her time, she stepped onto the grass, making a wide circle around it, and then headed for the front door. I am so sorry. She was about to insert the key her mother had given her years ago when she heard those words. Not sure if they were in her head, she slowly peered over her shoulder to the squirrel. It was gone. Okay, you are not hearing things, she mentally commanded, a little freaked by what she'd obviously made up in her head. Animals are not talking to you. She turned the key in the lock. Time to face it, she thought. She couldn't put this off any longer. The first thing she noticed as she stepped over the mail on the floor was that the house smelled like her mother. She'd developed a fondness for honeydew melon candles in the last five years and had housewarming oil plug-ins in every available socket. Honeydew melon. She supposed for the rest of her life, whenever she smelled it, she would think of her mother.